0: To today's program the Olive Tree Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. Later uh, at the bottom of the hour we'll have a, a guest, evangelist, friend of mine. His name is Ron Perry. So at nine thirty, roughly. The callings of God. The gifts and callings of God where we're going to begin today. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God. Every one of us were called to many things. And we'll go through the book of Corinthians until the bottom of the hour and we'll see what Paul had to say about these things chapter 1 verse 2 unto the church of God which is at Corinth to them that are the sanctified in Christ Jesus called to be saints with all that in every place call upon the name of Of Jesus Christ our Lord both theirs and ours. You were called to be saints. First Corinthians 1 9 God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son Jesus Christ our Lord. It wasn't an accident. It didn't just happen. It was planned from the foundation of the world. God knew from the foundation of the world who you were, and He knew when you would be born, and He knew when He would call you. He knew what He would call you to. He would call you into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The fellowship didn't just call you to you know the fellowship with God Himself you were called into the fellowship of the Messiah of the Son of the Living God 1 Corinthians 1.24 but unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks. Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. God's callings and what God has done in His calling each one of us. The callings are dynamic. The callings of God are eternal. In time and for eternity, you're called into Christ for eternity but in time you are called we go through life but at some point God calls and through that calling we respond both Jews and Greeks because we are called Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God we believers we have access to the power of God and the wisdom of God natural wisdom is good but the wisdom of God is a must is vital needed it makes a difference in our lives 1 Corinthians 1 26 for you see your calling brethren how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called you see your calling brethren how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. That's kind of a frightening to me. That's a pretty serious matter. It's, it's, uh, there are so many people that we see because of our abilities in communication with radio, television, Internet we see so many people. They're wealthy. They're very well educated. They have the wisdom of the world. They do great things. They invent great things. But not many of these in that group, not many are called. Called, and and the calling is, you're called to God, you're called for a purpose. There's a an objective, a reason. You're called in to so many things, and we'll keep continue. 1 Corinthians now five eleven. Now, okay, yeah, we'll read this one. But now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator. Or covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner with such and one do not eat we're not even to have we're not even to have dinner with these type of people he's called a brother but he's a fornicator or a covetous person always wanting something that's not his or an idolater Uh, messing with the occult world or a railer somebody that is uncontrolled just uh, violent a drunkard or an extortioner with such and one no, not to eat 1 Corinthians 7.15 but if the unbelieving depart this is concerning marriage but if the unbelieving depart, let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases. But God hath called us to peace. God has called us to peace. You know, I've seen many uh, famous Christians throughout the years that that uh, their relationships are. They're just, they just can't make it. They can't get along. It's just not going to work. Well, God calls us to peace. And, you know, we know that God hates divorce. But God calls us to peace. And Paul is saying that with an unbeliever and a believer, or uh, somebody that's not a believer and somebody that is a believer, if they just can't work it out, well, then let the unbeliever depart the husband depart or the wife depart because God has called us to peace. Now, I will use an example. Everyone knows Amy Grant. Very, very gifted, very talented uh, Christian singer. And she's the only person that really comes to my mind right now. Well, in that world... There's going to be problems in marriages. And she and her husband had a... It was a pretty rocky relationship. And uh, you can go and read it. He was into... He was a drug user. And I think he was uh, into heavy drinking. And they just could... They weren't happy. Well, because she was making money for the record label for the music industry they wanted to make sure that she would continue to generate income for these people in that Christian world the Christian world is no different than the world it's about money ego, fame and uh, I would say that as I've thought about it over the years I, I didn't know what to think about the situation with Amy Grant, but after, after she divorced her husband and then she remarried, uh, basically, I could sense that the the spirit of God had, had lifted and there was uh, just something that wasn't there, quality that was not there any longer. The people around her, they should have counseled her should she divorce or let her separate I wouldn't encourage divorce and I have counseled people this way you can separate I won't agree with divorce but separate and uh, you can't remarry I would have just that would have been my suggestion to her and her husband they just separate And they let God sometimes God will work it out I've read uh, couples in the Bible a book written years ago by uh, I forget the author but he gave examples of all these people in the scripture and then he gave examples of testimonies of of people who the parents arranged the marriages for them and they didn't love each other they didn't want to be married to each other but because they were godly they let the lord work with them and eventually after 40 50 60 years of marriage they had fallen in love with each other and they had stayed together even though the parents had arranged the marriage we're moving into a different world today and with the young couples that are planning to get married, have this in mind. That if you can't make it work, well, then you you have the right to to separate. But, when it comes to divorce, that's a completely different matter. You need to think about this. But after, after everything is done, God is God. God is sovereign. God is will make peace and there will be peace 1 Corinthians seven seventeen, but as God has distributed to every man as the Lord hath called every one but as God has distributed to every man and as the Lord has called every one so let him walk and so ordain I in all the churches. So, whether you're married, I'll go to verse 16. For what do you know, O wife, whether you shall save your husband that's unbeliever? Or how do you know, O man, whether you shall save your wife who is an unbeliever? But as God has distributed to every man, as the Lord has called every one, so let him walk, and so ordain I in all the churches. Is a man being uh, circ, uh, is a is a man called being circumcised? Let him not become uncircumcised. Is any called incirc- uncircumcision? Let him not be circumcised. Where God has called us, be content with that. It's much deeper than I'm getting into right now because I want to go on to these other verses. First Corinthians seven eighteen. Okay, no, no. 1 Corinthians 7.20 Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he is called. Circumcision is nothing, verse eight nineteen. 19, circumcision is nothing but the keeping of the commandments of God. Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he is called. I should go through the whole chapter. As you are called being a servant, care not for it. But if you may be made free, use it rather. And there were, at that time, there were people who were slaves. And if they were content with that, let them continue. Seek to be free, but whatever God has called you to, be content with it. Okay, uh, I'm just making sure that a uh, friend hasn't called in yet. 1 Corinthians 8.5 As concerning, therefore, the eating of those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, and that there is none other than God but one. For though there be for though there be that are called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as there be gods many and lords many, called gods. Well, This one's just not fitting. I, I'm going to... I'm sorry. I, I'm going to go on to that here. Let's see. Okay. This one in 1 Corinthians fifteen nineteen. I will say this, that Paul was called to be an apostle of God. By the will of God, in one uh, some verses, by not by the will of man, not by the will of the flesh, but by the will of God. Paul called Paul called to be an apostle in Jesus Christ. And here, for I am the least of the apostles, that am not meet to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church. But the grace of God, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was in me. Some people are called, in our world today, there are some people that are called to be apostles. There are many in the fundamental churches that state that the apostles, that office has ended. It ended 2,000 years ago. And that there were there are no apostles in the churches of God today. No, there will always be men who are that will function in the office of an apostle. They may not be called apostles, but they function in that office as overseers, as fathers, as uh, people who are mature in Christ and have the vast experiences and the knowledge of God's plan for the direction of the body of Christ now there is a movement it's the new apostolic reform movement i have i have programs planned on that there are men that believe that because they want to be apostles and they have gifts they are gifted they are intelligent they are influential they are uh, many things they assume that they can take that title and assume that they are apostles because they say they are apostles and they feel that because they are dynamic or many, many things in the natural that they are apostles. No. There are true apostles. Then there are those apostles that are not called by God, that are made apostles by the will of man, by the will of the flesh, by the will of blood, but not according to the will of God. So I don't I don't agree with some of the fundamentalists that say the apostle... The age of the apostles ended in the book of Acts and in the New Testament in the early church. No, I don't believe that. Revelation chapter 18. It says that they will kill the apostles and the prophets. And this is at the end of the world. So Christ is saying through the apostle John through the revelation that he received there will be apostles at the end of the world And these apostles and the prophets at the end of the world will be killed. So, it's in the scripture, Revelation chapter 18. But then there will be also men who claim to be apostles that are not. There will be people who will claim to be great prophets of God and they will not be great prophets of God. They'll be great prophets of God in their own mind. But they will not have the integrity. They won't have the a foundation of righteousness and holiness. They won't. They will have uh, their hearts will be full of guile and motive. And because of that, uh, they're disqualified. But God will have His holy apostles and His holy prophets. He will have them. And that word holy is what distinguishes these two groups. There has to be in this day men who have the caliber of the Apostle Paul and these brothers in the early church age as apostles. Why? Because in the occult world, you will have the equivalent of apostles in the occult world they won't be called apostles they will be called high satanic priests and best example i can give you is the highest satanic priest that will ever be born in the occult world is antichrist antichrist will hunt down the holy apostles and prophets and and uh, murder them. And along with Antichrist, there will be many, many high satanic priests in the occult world. Not a few, many. God will have his people in the body of Christ that are on the same I guess uh, I don't want to use the word caliber no, God will have his holy people God will have his men the men that that uh, have the authority and, and power to uh, fight a battle a, a battle that's coming I'll give you a quick example the Benson Idahosa, a black brother in Nigeria, God called him to be a, uh, an apostle to many churches in Africa. He bought the ground in Africa that voodoo came into existence on. He bought that property. It was cursed, but the Lord told him to buy the property and build a church there to put his uh, building And from that place, he would minister. He bought the property. The excavators came in, leveled trees. They were tall trees. They leveled the the trees, pushed them to the back of the property. The next day, they came back. The trees were back in their place. They had to bulldoze, bulldoze them down a second time. And they came back the next day, and they were up again. And Benson told them, no, knock them down again. And the people that were running the heavy equipment didn't, they understood witchcraft and voodoo. They didn't want to go back onto that property. But Benson told them, no, just knock them down again. Third time they did not come back. You have to have in this world today these type of people that know the plan of God, the will of God, have the mind of Christ, know their authority, and they're not afraid to use that authority. And they do use it because we're in the battle the satanic battle that is coming is the people that call themselves prophets and apostles the true prophets and apostles we're going to see because God is going to work situations out where they're going to be tested so those who say that they are apostles had better be careful because with that so called apostleship you're going to have to have the authority the knowledge the wisdom insight into what God has asked you to do and what He will uh, and the boundaries in which He will put you. Paul had boundaries. He wanted to do things and God said no. But later on, at a later date, God would open the doors and he would go into an area and evangelize. So, We'll be back in just a few minutes. Uh, I'm waiting for my guest, Ron Perry, talking about calling. We're going to see the calling of God on his life. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez.
1: Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative, quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies.
2: Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally,
3: the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com.
4: Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217.
3: A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970 587
0: or Hello there, Brother Perry. Are you there?
5: Uh, we're here. How are you doing?
0: Oh, good, good, good. Good to hear from you today. Yes, sir. I'm glad you could make it.
5: Well, we're happy to be with you and all of your uh, audience there. And we're looking for a good day in the Word.
0: Amen. Well, I uh, I really appreciate you being able to come on, and I know that uh, you've been planning this for a while, and it just finally worked out. Today would be the day.
5: <laughs> it always gets here. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's in the distance, and then it comes on you. Yeah. Well, but, uh, go ahead. Yeah, we're uh, we're looking forward to sharing with your uh, audience uh, about one of the greatest moves of God that this country of America ever uh, had it uh, it never did go across into Europe a whole group of the great men that were called out in that day and women and um uh, They went to Europe, and uh, three days there, they all got upset with one another and left and went back home. And uh, that was one of the tragic things in my mind uh, that happened to that movement. Uh, They couldn't get along on certain doctrinal points, which has always been a great problem in the church. So when you uh, put your doctrine higher than you do the revelation that you've received of not, not knowing, I don't, I don't think that um, the men of that day knew that God has more revelation. He has more doctrine. We just haven't come to that particular day and how to deal with the spirit and how to move by the spirit and thereby never learning how to live in the spirit and we're still dealing with that today
0: well I have to agree with that I do wholeheartedly what year was that
5: that would have been nineteen uh, 19- Uh, Let's see, 1940, they had the great outpouring that began uh, 1938, 1938. They had the outpouring in uh, Canada and um, a school there that uh, the uh, Canadian government had uh, ceased to Train people at that particular uh, airport, and um, a group of uh, men in that city that had been, I guess, seeking the Lord, and they had started a small school, and uh, they was out driving, uh, looking for places, and they came upon this airfield. And uh, the buildings there and somebody followed up on it and said it was a training uh, facility that uh, the government had utilized in that day in the in the war area and uh, they uh, petitioned to the government and uh, they gave them that particular property and they're still there today and operating, and they're going around the world yet, uh, seeking out people, looking for salvation, uh, looking for a move of God. They're wonderful people. I've here, I've uh, dealt with them for years. I was honored by asking coming and preach of uh, the 50th anniversary. You were few years back here and um, it was a great day we'll probably talk a little bit about that from time to time but right now I'll go back to they petitioned the government and uh, so a lot of people said you'll never get it but God again he knew what he wanted to do at that particular place so uh, without any hesitation, the government gave them the rights for the property, and uh, they started the school. And uh, they've been there about a year. And uh, somebody in the room read from uh, Acts two thirty-eight, and uh, I'll just refresh. Uh, people's memory here, uh, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And uh, I think it was a young lady, I met her, elderly lady by that time I met her, but uh, she still had the fire. <laughs> of the Holy Spirit working in her life. And uh, she had literally gone around the world with that group and uh, many, many times teaching, preaching, going back into places that most people would never uh, venture. But uh, she uh, had had that desire to share the word and the power and the majesty. Of the glory of God. And it it emanated from her constantly. And uh, she she became uh, as powerful in the Word as any of the great men of that day. It was just in a different dimension. So uh, we began to believe that God and would give that gift on that day um, that they seek the Lord. And so they came into the class, and uh, instead of going to different classrooms, they went to the biggest one that they had, and uh, they began to pray and about uh, 15 minutes to a half hour, uh, this particular lady that was speaking of, she began to, uh, very lightly, was uh, the way, way they described it, uh, and she said later that she wasn't wanting to disturb the uh, people around her, as the reason that she started off that way, and when the power of the Holy Spirit came upon her, she slowly went louder and louder and to the place that everybody in the room could hear her and they ceased to pray because they would never heard or seen anything like that and uh, some of the people described it uh, in the sense that uh, she began to glow and, uh, and her face began to glow and uh, the word that she was giving in uh, tongues began to be more clarified. And she uh, stopped at about three minutes of doing that. And a young man up in the front stood up and began to give a word of prophecy. And... Uh, when he sat down, she began to speak in tongues again. And uh, this time, a young lady over on the right side where she was sitting, she stood up and began to give a word. And that went on for approximately a- an hour, they said. And then all uh, they went back to praying and uh, prayed for an outpouring of the Spirit of God because people were already getting out from behind their desks and getting down on their knees and beginning to pray. And uh, some would receive the Spirit and some wouldn't. And uh, that persisted, of course, down to these days. A lot of people who seek after the Holy Spirit some reason uh, they never uh, receive it I I have uh, at least 10 friends of mine who have been seeking and uh, desires of the Holy Spirit uh, but they have not yet after all these years uh, received it Uh, but their life is strengthened Uh, every one of them because, I believe, I'll put it that way, uh, that they have uh, they have a block in their own minds against this gift. And that can happen because the carnal mind is a great enemy of the Spirit of God. When the, when the Holy Spirit wants to move in a particular way, in meetings that I've had, uh, something always begins to happen and try to stop the move of the Spirit. But as you go along developing your walk and being led by the Spirit, you, uh, you come overcome with the power of the Holy Ghost active in your life And uh, it especially works against uh, areas where divine healing is uh, active, Uh, maybe a particular uh, class of people who uh, don't believe in the Holy Ghost, and uh, they'll, they'll try to sit on you. We used to call it down in the South, Uh, They'll just sit on you In other words, they'll block their ears They don't want to hear it uh, I've had some to even start humming uh, You know, in the audience So that they could get their minds off of what you're talking about Uh, But eventually, through the power of the Holy Spirit And the anointing of the Holy Spirit you quickly overcome those individuals, and they either sit there and participate eventually or they get up and leave. Uh, Both ways, uh, however you look at it, both ways works uh, for the good of the people that are desirous uh, there uh, in the congregation. We've had that to happen and time again over the years, uh, but uh, we we walk and think in the spirit by following what the word tells us. So as we went on, and then uh, I'll go to the beginning of where I was a young boy at that time. But uh, my dad was. Uh, i know people think this about their parents and uh, in many ways and uh, they're all correct in their way but i begin to notice that my father began to pray seeming to me like constantly if if he wasn't studying the word of god uh he was praying and if he wasn't studying the Word of God uh, or praying, he was preaching or going to a place to preach. And he, he, would, uh, he would pray all the way uh, wherever we were going. I usually went with him. And uh, he went all over the state of Georgia. And uh, at that time, uh, he began to uh, pray uh, for something that he really didn't know. He said he never knew what he was praying for, but he knew it was something great that God had, and he wanted it active in his life. And that went on for approximately uh, 10 years. And uh, finally, a, a friend of his, a preacher friend of his, uh, said, Brother Perry, Said I think that what you've been praying for is happening up in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, they're having a great meeting. They started off at uh, Brother Mayo's church. He was a famous man of that day. I think it was Assemblies of God. But uh, he had... Uh, uh, petition for this young man from, I think what state, Arkansas, Poplar Bluff, Arkansas. His name was O. L. Jaggers. He he was moved upon. And, uh, I'll take time here to tell tell exactly what happened. He had come home after being out on the uh, evangelistic uh, field uh, for about five weeks, uh, and nothing was happening. A few people got saved. A few people uh, came to the altar, and um, he would pray with them for various things uh, in their lives, but uh, nothing really ever happened, and he he became very... Discouraged. Uh, I'll just stop and give a little talk here for a few seconds on that. If uh, if you are seeking for the Holy Spirit and uh, you're desirous to have it in your life, uh, you are going to be discouraged from time to time, and uh, it's, the secret is. That you do not give up, and do you do not dis, uh, determine that that uh, you're not going to get it? I've had so many people over the years going, you know, from one church to another, different conferences across the country, and speaking at them, and people's desires of what you're talking about, and uh, afterwards they'll basically line up, line up and want to know and all of them have the same question I didn't get it why didn't I get it they say you have to continue believing and seeking for the gift of the Holy Spirit to become alive in you and uh, so uh, over the years many have received and many have gone on Works that they would have never done uh, in their lives, but I'll, I'll go back to my dad uh, here, and uh, he began to go out on his back porch, uh, in uh, the church that in, in Newnan, Georgia. Newnan, Georgia, at that time was they called it the richest little city in the world was outside of Atlanta and all the wealthy people of Atlanta uh, would come down there and build what was called uh, summer homes. But they were uh, fabulous uh, for being just used a few months out of the year. But uh, that city uh, that my dad was the pastor of the, uh, in that day, it was the biggest a church in the Georgia con of the Pentecostal holiness group uh, they they had had a great outpouring up in the northern part of Georgia a uh, number of years before my dad uh, grew up and uh, his, his father always desired to go there but never was able to go there but my father, Brother, uh, Brother Perry
0: end. Brother Perry, we're gonna to go to a break for about two minutes. We hang on and we'll come back with your dad and your grandfather. We'll be right back. All
6: right. My name is Anita McAllister. I'm a northern Colorado-based Medicare specialist. Right now is annual enrollment, which goes until December 7th. And what I like to do is help people walk through the maze of Medicare. It is confusing. You can reach me at 970-515-6882. And my email is Anita at AnitaMcAllister.com.
3: Kids when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes. Don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet.
1: Hi, listeners, Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That is PEShows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com backyard or back 40 harsh outdoors has got you covered
7: Holidays upon us, consider giving the gift of high-quality beef that supports local ranchers and doesn't break the bank. High Country Custom Beef is your local beef partner. From the Ely Ranch, northwest of Steamboat Springs, backed by the experience of five generations of cattle ranchers, you can buy high-quality Angus beef in either bulk packages or holiday box sets. Direct from us, the ranchers. This holiday season, give the gift of beef at hccbeef.com. That's hccbeef.com. High Country Custom Beef.
2: Hi, Amber with Two Girls in a Broom here. Hey, cleaning, we love it. Two Girls in a Broom LLC offering residential and commercial cleaning services in Fort Collins, Colorado, and surrounding areas. Call us today, 719 216 1143. Providing basic clean, deep clean, wet cleans, or Airbnb services. Let Two Girls in a Broom LLC do the work. We'll take care of you and all your cleaning needs. Call us today, 719
6: 216 1143.
0: Okay, brother Perry, we're back. Okay. Right. Okay, and listen, uh, I want you to keep your thought on your dad and uh, your grandfather there in Georgia, but be, but I want you to give out your YouTube channel, so that the uh, audience can go to that.
5: Yeah, yes, we'd we'll be happy to have them to join us, and uh, we have a lot of uh, teachings on, and uh, we'll. Always telling where we'll be next. So, uh, yeah, it's YouTube, Knowledge in the Word, Ron Perry. Okay. YouTube, Knowledge in the Word, Ron Perry. And we'll give that, uh, if you don't mind. Nope. Uh, there, didn't the talk. Yes.
4: Jay?
0: Okay, yeah, we'll give that out again. Okay, so go ahead. We have about uh, three minutes, then we're going to go to the top of the hour break. And, but go ahead, and I'll let you know when we're at the end here.
5: Okay, I'll, uh, I'll lay the foundation with my grandfather first. Uh, he was a very godly man. And uh, he would walk out into the uh, what we'd call the country about uh, probably a mile from where we lived every day. And he would go out and pray. And uh, after a number of weeks that he started doing that as a young man, uh, people began to follow him out there. And uh, then they would pray with him. And uh, then an hour or two, and they would leave because they had to go to work. And then he would continue on, and people would join him all day long. He would do that basically every day. And uh, we'll we'll tell the, uh, the overall story when we come back uh, from our break. But uh, I've been fortunate to have a, a, a godly family all my life, and I'm and I always appreciative of that. That the Lord was so good to uh, let me be raised up in a home that honored God, and uh, we we try to do it. You know our family here, uh, so we're we're fortunate people. Me, my, yourself, you you you've been after the Lord, seeking the Lord all your life in one way or another, So we thank for, for that okay
0: amen amen
5: we'll we'll pick it up on the other side of the break
0: yeah we're still good though keep on going
5: okay I got it okay and um, to make the story uh short uh after a number of years, my grandfather went out and uh, he felt the Lord told him to clear acreage out there he bought it and um, he built a tabernacle and for all of the rest of his life they had a great camp meeting that kept growing and people started coming from different parts of the country and uh, it it just grew and grew and thousands of people came
0: okay brother Uh, perry okay we're we're at the top of the hour here so we're going to be back in about five and a half minutes okay
5: Fine, okay.
0: My guest today is evangelist Ron Perry. We'll be
5: right back.
1: Hey, man, pass the battle over. Take a couple hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's
3: certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort
4: Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. King Supers and its parent, the Cincinnati-based Kroger Company, getting closer to setting a date to reopen the Table Mesa store in Boulder, where 10 people died in a mass shooting last March. The store is being completely renovated. Construction began in August. The company says half the people who worked there before are prepared to come back, and it's holding hiring events to fill the rest of the openings over the next three weekends. King Supers says its reopening plans will be closely coordinated with the city of Boulder. I'm Jim Williams. Survivors of last year's wildfires, many of them in Grand County, are facing a perfect storm of problems, losing homes during a pandemic where housing supply is limited anyway and construction costs are higher, plus the struggle of getting through the insurance process. A group called United Policyholders is checking in with many fire survivors, asking them to share how the process is going a year after they lost their homes. They're asking people to fill out a survey about where they are with rebuilding and their insurance company. Back in the spring, it seemed not to be going well for many. Only 18 percent of people who filled out that survey then said they had enough insurance money to replace or rebuild their homes. United Policyholders says a lot of people found they were underinsured and their companies were not following a state law that requires them to pay a certain amount of benefits within a set time frame. Governor Polis announcing a new standing order letting lots of Coloradans get one of the key treatments for COVID-19 with a referral from a doctor. That treatment, infusion of monoclonal antibodies, could really help with the state's hospital crunch. As of Friday, 1,476 people were hospitalized statewide, about 81% of them unvaccinated. State epidemiologist Dr. Rachel Hurley, he says the treatment could help prevent hundreds of hospitalizations in the next few weeks, maybe avoiding as many as 2,600 by February. I'm Ted Werbin.
8: Steel outdoor power tools may be hard to wrap, but once they get opened, you'll see why steel is so easy to give. Find the right gift this year with battery power made by steel. From mowers and blowers to trimmers and chainsaws, our AK homeowner series of battery tools starts at just $199.99 shop now by visiting your local steel dealer or going to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. All prices MSRP available for participating dealers while supplies last. The holiday season is right around the corner, so give the gift. that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steel. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local Steel dealer or go to SteelUSA.com slash gift guide. Real Steel. Find yours. Available participating dealers while supplies last.
1: Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food, located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara and Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado.
2: The creation of the cell phone has been an incredible technological advancement with many conveniences. At the same time, It became the largest vulnerable device the world has ever seen and destroys any privacies you think you may have. At any given time, multiple governmental agencies or hackers can be listening to your cell phone calls or intercepting your texts. Because of this invasion of privacy, the Defense Enabling and Assisting Framework, known as DEF, was developed to keep your personal and digital cell phone transmissions protected. To learn more, visit us at DeafProtection.com. That's DeafProtection.com. Make sure your calls, texts, and all digital transmissions are cloaked at all times. That's DeafProtection.com. Remember, privacy is freedom.
3: Due to the responses to our Ostroferian CBD commercial, here's a message from
2: Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website
4: 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop.
2: About
6: August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. gas will be
0: Welcome back to today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. My guest, Evangelist Ron Perry. And, Brother Perry, would you please give your YouTube number again or your address on that?
5: All right. YouTube, College in the Word, Ron Perry. Once again, that's YouTube, College in the Word, Ron Perry.
0: Okay. All right. Go ahead. You were talking about your grandfather and the tabernacles. We'll go right from that point.
5: Yes. It's a place that's called Mountain Gap. It's still there. There's uh, on the same ground that uh, the tabernacle was uh, built by my grandfather there uh, through just starting to go out into the woods on his own and to pray daily and uh, people began to follow him out there then after a year or so of that people wanted him to uh, start talking about the Bible and he would and the crowds kept growing and he bought the property he built a tabernacle on it and uh, periodically he would have uh, meetings that uh, people would talk about in the area they would come atlanta and macon and besides and places right like that and uh it went on to become a, a stronghold for the move of god that was coming and uh in so uh, in that case he didn't know of course anything about uh the outpouring of the spirit in uh, canada and uh at the airport that i was speaking which became a school and then the power of god moved upon the students there and uh, that was the beginning of that great move of god and we'll we'll go into details as we go from uh, each broadcast but uh, the the foundational part of it from uh, my perspective was My grandfather and my father, because, uh, as I said, my grandfather was looked upon as a great man in that uh, area because he uh, he he prayed and things happened, and he was more of a prayer warrior. Uh, He wasn't a great preacher, but he was a tremendous teacher and uh, people would come and sit in the backyard and he would sit up on his porch beginning around 10 o'clock in in the morning uh, teach for two hours and then take a break for an hour and go back to teaching till 4 o'clock and he did that for years Uh, he had built a church but some things had happened uh, in that Church that he built, um, and he he never preached a sermon in it. He called my aunt up, and uh, she was a she was a fireball, <laughs> Pentecostal put it that way, and uh, she was a terrific uh, preacher. I on one of my trips to to uh, the Orient. Uh, I I took her with me and uh, she had the gift of knowledge and uh, she would call people out and tell them things that they'd been talking about over the breakfast waiting to come over there and of course that would ensue people uh, getting up and coming to the altars and she did that in the daytime and I preached and prayed for people in the evening services but that it was a great time in the spirit of God and I'll just interject I believe that we are right at the beginning of a powerful move of the spirit of God in this country all this trial and tribulation and problems we're having in this day is the only way I want to say that again. It is the only way that God can move His people. The church, as in my my estimation, and uh, it's my my thoughts only, uh, is backslidden. We we've, we've gone away from the things that I'm talking about here, but yet they're in the Bible. These things are in the Bible. And uh, Jesus, uh, he commanded, he didn't ask them, he commanded that they reside in Jerusalem until he would pour out the gift of the Father. And he's still doing that today to people that have an open heart, an open mind, to wanting more. That's all really you're asking for when you desire the Holy Spirit, just give me more of who you are. Our God is spirit, and by being a spirit, he can move into the heart. And he, that's one of the principal thoughts that Jesus uh, talked about. I will come, I'll bring my Father with me, and we will set up a bold in your heart. We'll come to live in your heart. And uh that is what has to come back to the church once again, so that we can resist this darkness that has fallen upon this country, and uh, people have lost their way. The nation, the uh, politicians have lost their way. so we we believe that that is the answer for this uh time in America. So I'm not fearful, and I'm not down, and I don't have any uh, way of putting it over other than just talking about the depth of the darkness that has happened in our country. But God is light, and that light is light. I'll, I'll get off of that and go back. My, gran- my grandfather, as I said, he would go daily out into the countryside there, and a particular spot that he liked to go, Mountain Camp, Georgia. And uh, uh, and he built a great tabernacle there. Then uh, they they built a small church that they started having church in on uh, Sundays and Wednesdays and uh, used this tabernacle in... uh, in August, and as I said, people would come from everywhere because things happened. People did get healed. People did get saved and delivered from uh, habits uh, that uh, they didn't need enough in their lives. And uh, he did that until he got into his uh, early 80s, where I'm at now. And uh, he he. Uh, turned it over to other people. And today there's a church that I I think it speaks about 2,500 people. Uh, And it's it's out in the country. People have to drive there to be a part of it from all the little uh, cities that are around it. Uh, But they do it every Sunday and every Wednesday to this day. And uh, it's a great church. So if it's founded upon the principles and the doctrines, the power of the Holy Spirit and the word of God, which is that God, he breathes upon, hide the word in your heart that you might not sin. And that's a key scripture to understanding how to overcome. Hide the word. That's what you do and your heart. And by doing so, he will give you the ability to overcome the sin of nature that keeps trying to war against the people. And uh, sometimes, uh, as Jesus taught on the seed falling here and there, and uh, some would come and some wouldn't. But if the secret is that you, Continue to fill your heart with the word of God, and thereby you will find the power to overcome your nature, your habits, and the things that have uh, befallen you in different things. You know, we're always looking back at what somebody did to us. They'll give you the ability to keep looking forward and forget those things that are behind you through the power of the Word and the Holy Ghost and your will. Put those together, you got a victory. You'll overcome, and you'll do the things you desire in the Lord. All right. I, uh, my, my grandfather uh, was a godly man, and then my father took on his nature and began to do the same basic things. Continually praying. I, I know that he did that because I went everywhere he went, and uh, wasn't any much communication between us except his praying, and uh, I would uh, I would listen to his prayers and desires, and he had uh, he had been. Ordained by the Pentecostal holiness people, and uh, he began to preach in different places in Georgia and then uh, they the conference itself uh, sent him to Newnan, Georgia in uh, that day with all of the Paul uh, uh, churches that they had most in, in that day. Pentecostal churches were very small. If you had 75 uh, to 100 people uh, you had a huge church in the Pentecostal world and uh, he would visit those churches and and they desired him to take over their largest church in Newnan, Georgia and uh, I opened with talking about the the name of that little place uh, it's not a little place anymore. It's become a pretty good-sized uh, city. Uh, Newnan, Georgia, was called the richest little city in the world because all of the uh, people that had come from the north and built uh, the, the mills in that area, they always ended up building a fine home over in Newnan and he. Took the church, and there was a number of uh, those people that came to that church, and more began to come. So it was a, it was a place uh, that the conference looked at to be beneficially uh, for money to help out on sending missionaries. Uh, that was the theme, usually, of that particular church. And uh, my father carried that on, but he was a—he was a great preacher. He was called uh, the uh, walking Bible, the uh, way that people addressed him. Uh, he could—he could quote scripture endlessly. Nobody believed that, so a bunch of them got together, and after about an hour and forty-five minutes of doing nothing except. Uh, uh, scripture they said we believe we believe it (laughs) okay so they gave him that uh, title uh, the walking bible and uh, I I, want to follow that uh, up that area going out there in the woods that's where he developed himself uh, like his father and uh, when he received the There in Newnan They told him that if you Stay there two years Then we're going to make you the general Conference leader And uh, in the Meantime he had been Praying as I said in the beginning He had been praying But he didn't know what he was praying For he just knew That there was more of God that he didn't have Is the way that he put it And he had a hunger Uh, that nothing, preaching a great sermon, didn't do it. Uh, Getting people saved didn't do it. Uh, Praying for those that might be sick and they would recover, uh, that didn't do it for him. He kept praying because he said, there's something there that I don't have that I believe that God will give it to me and he began to preach And as I said By the time that he got to Newnan, Georgia And the pastor there He was uh, Been praying For ten years And uh, a friend of his uh, Came and told him Said, Brother Perry I believe what you Have been praying for Is happening up in Atlanta, Georgia And uh, He had uh, He had been looking for some body or something to direct him so he felt that that was the Lord speaking through his friend and uh, he told my mother and she got my sister and myself ready and two days later uh, we went up to it the, the revival had started in a small uh, uh, church of God I believe it was no assemblies of God, and, uh, and they had started off with about oh uh, 25 people, and the man that I spoke of, O. L. Jagger's, uh, came from Arkansas, and it's he had gone home after his uh, services out on the road, and he was just so down. His mother said, "Oh well, the." They had put the uh, feet out in the hallway, and uh, in the afternoon, the sun would set, and it would come right through that door. And the mother liked sitting there in that light, so she told him, "You go out there. I've prayed a lot of prayers there, and I've studied the Word of God. And you, you go sit in that chair." and you began to pray and study the word and so he did and he was sitting there and for some reason he said it was up against the wall but he turned the chair toward the door that the sun would come in and uh, by doing so uh, he felt that he he could read the Bible uh, more clearly and so uh, he did that for a, a few days and uh, on about the fourth or the fifth day he was he was uh, praying and had his bible on his lap and he was praying for something again he didn't know what he was really praying for and uh, all of a sudden that son turned Turned into a ball of fire. He said that ball of fire at the door came into the door down the hallway and said it came right into or his, his chest area. And he felt that something wonderful had happened, uh, uh, not knowing that much about the Bible at that time. All he knew was he felt great, and he felt like he could run through a truth and jump over a, a wall. And uh, he told his mother, said, I'm ready to go uh, back out on the uh, field. So somebody had called down into Atlanta at a that small church there and said, you ought to have this young man to come preach for you. So, as I said, they started off probably with around 20, 25 people. And uh, they had their first miracle in the first service. And uh, the next night, the place was full. And uh, then uh, they stayed there a couple of nights, and the crowds came, and they filled the auditorium up. Didn't see very many in that day, probably 100 people at the most. And uh, that, but there were more people outside of the church looking in the windows than there were in the church. And uh, they began to have the meetings and went on and then went on. And they got into about the sixth week, and the crowds were just so big around that little church on a corner that uh, the, uh, the uh, police had come and told them you got to find someplace else because you're clogging up uh, this traffic of the street and uh, the people are all around the place. you got to find a place. So they went and found, and it was called the Moore Theater. It seated about 2,500 people, I believe. And uh, they started out in there, and that's when my, fa- my father's friend told us about the meeting that was going on and he he got us as ready and we all went up and uh quick as he walked in the door he told he told my mother this is it this is what it is this is it and uh, we went in we had to sit way up in the balcony and uh this miracles miracles people with, uh, with uh, problems with their standing up correctly or walking or heart problems, all of the different things that can happen, they started bringing people in there. Not all, I give that uh, uh, picture of it, not all receive the healing. But there were many that did, to the degree that they stayed there for about six weeks. And we went down to the city auditorium, which seated 5,000 people. And by doing so, a lot more people. But the same thing happened. They filled up the auditorium, and then many people were outside.
7: Hundreds
5: and thousands were outside because they couldn't believe that these uh, things that were happening like were in the Bible. These people were getting their eyesight. People would come in crippled and they go out walking. And that went on for weeks there at the auditorium. And the last service that they had Went to the ballpark there. Atlanta, uh, Georgia had a baseball team in that time, and I think the seating capacity was that somewhere around fifteen thousand. And uh, they they had the uh, they had the ser- last service there that oil was going to Dallas, Texas uh, from there, and uh, they they by they said by four o'clock. The afternoon, the ballpark was already filled, and uh, and then as uh, the service started, I think it was seven o'clock, and uh, they they had more people again outside than they did inside, and uh, many great things had happened. But uh, I, I I want to put this one uh, this story in uh, because. It, it, uh, it tells the power of God and how God will work if we allow him to work in our lives. During these periods of time of the services that they were having, uh, when they had moved to the downtown big uh, uh, auditorium, uh, city auditorium, uh, there was a young man from the Atlanta Constitution. He was a he was a reporter, and uh, he started coming, and uh, they had told him to go see what's going on at these meetings, and so he did. And uh, after about a week, uh, he had gone down in the Bowery area of of uh, Atlanta
0: brother and, brother, yeah. brother, Perry yeah. okay you're down there at the Bowery in Atlanta okay with we'll us hang on to that I'm gonna have about a two and a half minute break and then we're gonna be back okay
5: very good
0: okay so we'll continue from that point this is the olive tree and lampstand ministry radio church program my guest is evangelist Ron
4: Perry <laughs> Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot
1: more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to empshield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com
9: this is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church, 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collin. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's
3: thealtarfc.com.
4: Hi, I'm Joey Jaquint, and I'm here to help you protect and build
3: your wealth so you and your family can live your best life no matter what the world throws at you. Great. Another financial guy telling us to sell our gold and silver. Nope, not with me. I encourage hard assets, and I know a great place to buy gold and silver. Well, I'm sure you operate with high fees and commissions. Just the opposite. We pride ourselves with some of the lowest fees and commissions in the industry. Most financial guys are only interested in what they want to sell and don't want to listen to our customers. And we have some of the most educated listeners in the country, and once they Make the sale. We never hear from them again. Not with me. I grow with my customers and check with them every quarter to ensure all of their goals are being met and to make sure that they have all the coverage they need as their life changes. Do you handle life and long-term care insurance as well? You bet we do. And the younger you are, when you get this coverage, the lower the cost. I'm Joe Jaquit, and I'm not just Joey's dad. I'm his client. When it comes to your financial well-being, deal with a name you can trust. Call Joey at 602-909-9048 or email joey.jaquit at nm.com. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com.
4: Hey guys, this is Steve from Red Pill Truth, KHNC 1360 AM, Johnstown, Colorado. This show runs Saturdays at 3. We talk about the truths that the mainstream media won't tell you about until they have to. We'll see you Saturday at 3.
6: almost bet you could hear yourself sweat, he walks in. Eyes black as coal and when Face every year in the place is on him. Starting soft and slow, like a small earthquake. And when he lets go, half the valley shakes. It's
0: love for the love. Say, Father loves traveling. Salvation Welcome back to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. My guest today is Evangelist Ron Perry, and we are going to shake the valleys. The valleys are going to shake. And talking about the moves of God in America, these moves of God in the Bible have happened all through time. And there have been the holy moves of God, and then there have been the fake moves of God. Well, We're talking about the real, genuine, holy moves of God with Evangelist Ron Perry. Okay, Ron, please go ahead.
5: All right, glad to be back with and, you're, and good, your U- and your and your
0: YouTube, please.
5: Yes, it's uh, YouTube knowledge in the word Ron Perry. YouTube knowledge in the word Ron Perry. And uh, I'd I'd like to. I'm going to go back to where I was at on this particular story. That uh, one of the events that took place there in the meeting in Atlanta, but uh, I, I want to uh, give a, a particular scripture here. It's uh, the first chapter and the first verse of the book of Acts. Uh, your people out there um, need to—we need to know. All of us need to know of uh, the depth and breadth. Of our God, and uh, in this country today, we have lost our way with God. And this tells us: it says, "The former treaty have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began, began to do and teach. The work that Jesus started, we are to complete it." especially in this particular day that we're living in. Uh, if if we do not have a move of the Spirit of God in this country, I can prove without a doubt that, uh, that this nation is a nation that God himself prophesied about through the men of God of his day. We can go into the Bible and This is it. Truth has always gone west. There's nothing west of us as a nation that would receive the power of the word. There's nothing but communism and ungodliness of nations that uh, hate God, have other gods, and uh, God is going to have one more great outpouring in this day producing what will it produce a church without spot or without wrinkle or any such thing and then he gives the nine gifts to that church and then those nine gifts produce out of those nine gifts active in the church will produce the fivefold ministry the apostle prophet evangelist Master, teacher That's exactly what God is going to do He's going to raise that up Now that the clicks right back into the story There was a young reporter As I said That uh, was sent by the Atlanta Constitution to Go and see what was going on At these uh, meetings That they were having you know, They never had any meetings like that uh, over in the big auditorium there, City Auditorium, 5,000 seats. And then, uh, as I said, they ended up the last one in the ballpark. And uh, what what was happening was that God was healing people. It wasn't these kind of healings that people talk about in the church these days. You know, all, all the healings seemed to be in, internal. And in that day... Most of the, uh, of the uh, healings and miracles were outward. You could see them. The people walking, as I said, receiving their eyesight, people that couldn't uh, talk, many stuttering uh, in the way. And then in those days, I don't know uh, why that it happened, but a lot of children were born uh, with huge heads. Uh, And uh, that was one of the featured miracles that God decided to do with parents. They came from everywhere, bringing those children that had those huge heads. And uh, Jaggers would pray for them. And just miraculously looking at them, the heads would begin to get smaller and smaller in the service. They would bring them back to the next night, and their heads were smaller and smaller. And probably over a three-day way, uh, the child's head would go back to normal. And uh, and so they sent this reporter, and uh, he got the idea uh, that uh, he would go down into the Bowery area and he would find a cripple, and uh, he would take him to the meeting, and uh, every night he wheeled this boy, or this young man, in the chair, and he literally, you've seen people, their hands were pulled in, and they couldn't move their hands, and their arms were locked in place, their legs usually were distorted and uh, they couldn't walk of course uh, but the you know the foot would be going one way and the leg going another way and uh, he would wheel this man down to the front and he would uh, he would say if you can heal then heal this man here and uh, jagger's paid him no attention and uh, he would do that, say those words about three or four times, and then he would go back up on the aisle and wait, and then at the end, he'd push him back down and go through the same thing and that, that went on for about three days, maybe a little longer, uh, but and that's the reason that they went from downtown uh our city auditorium to the ballpark. Because of the event that took place what happened that uh, Jaggers was preaching and sure enough here here come that young reporter pulled, pulled him down there and uh, said the same thing if you can heal this man you can heal people then heal this man and uh, as a, as a stop, he stopped preaching and looked at him and didn't even didn't even touch him stayed up on the stage he's down on the front and uh, on the floor area and uh, Jaggers is at least a hundred feet or more uh, from him and simply pointed his finger at him and said receive ye the healing of the Lord and uh, went back to preaching went back to preaching then all of a sudden there was murmuring going on in the the audience and uh, it got louder and louder because what was happening that man's hands were straightening out and you could actually the people said you could actually hear the bones hopping and uh, seemed like breaking but they were being put in place and uh, the same thing happening to his feet and uh, in the end he was sitting in the chair almost completely normal as we would say and as that was happening in the last part of it that young reporter began to weep then he began to put his hands up and he began to holler out Lord forgive me Lord forgive me and they just got louder and louder he said something to the degree that uh, I, I have done the wrong thing I have Challenged God or something on that order and uh that young man ended up in Milledgeville a few days later that's uh the in those days they called it the insane asylum and uh he he ended up there and uh my dad tried to keep up with it over the years and uh He stayed there all the years that my dad knew about and uh, never did recover or go back into his right mind. Uh, This is, I believe, what we uh, are waiting for, Uh, that that the power of God, and when you talk about power uh, in the Word of God, You're talking about the gift of the Holy Ghost, Uh, and uh, people make a big deal over the speaking in tongues. When you read the story about what happened, the major issue was and is today that the language that they were speaking that time it was not speaking in a tongue that nobody knew because it clearly states that there were people there, I believe 14 different places in that part of the world that were represented by them. It said they all heard them speaking in their language. Uh, I laid that there for this particular because there was a young lady uh, in my father's church there in Newnan that uh, was from one of those uh, rich families that came into that area uh, of Newnan and built those homes there one of the daughters of the wealthiest family one of the families that were wealthy wealthy uh, there uh, she had always had a desire. She didn't know what the desire was, evidently, because uh, she came and asked my dad. She was about 18 years old, I think, when she first approached my dad in the church there. And, uh, of course, her family told her that she could do it. So she went to my father, and uh, my father said that so If you want to go to that part of the country of um, of China, that you would have to learn their uh, language to be effective. So uh, she, she said that she would be willing uh, to go to college and uh, learn uh, that uh, languages of that part of the country that she wanted to go and. Uh, as, as time went by, and she got to be about 19, maybe, maybe 20, because she hadn't yet gone to college, um, and she was to come with the family during the summer uh, there in Newland. And uh, my dad got the idea because she would speak in tongues various times while he was preaching. Not loud, not, not you know getting in the way of his teeth, but she would sit there and she would speak in this language, and it sounded to most people that it was uh, that it was uh, some kind of Chinese language, and uh, they ended up finding somebody, uh, a Chinese family that had a restaurant. In, uh, in Atlanta and was uh, part of the church up there and uh, my dad asked could they come down and uh, they did and uh, was sitting in the service with them near the girl and uh, my dad started preaching and somewhere along the way she began to speak again it was low it wasn't a loud but the family that was sitting there beside me uh, when my father stopped and asked, "What do you think?" and the man said, "She's speaking the clearest language of that particular part of China that she was desired of." And he said, "She teach. She pre. She says in her speaking that." Uh, it's the clearest of that language that I've ever heard. So immediately, the conference uh, talked to the parents, and they said that she didn't have, need to go to college, and um, Pentecostal Holiness a Conference sent her to China, and she had great results over there. So when, when the Spirit of God begins to move, In a particular way, uh, it overcomes all the obstacles that we have in our lives and also in the group of what we call the church. That body of people, they become so powerful in the word of God that it reaches out through the community. And uh, you can have all the building programs that you want to have and all the ball games and baseball and basketball and football. You can have all that at your church, uh, but that's not what will bring the people. What will bring the people is for the activity of the Holy Spirit, and the people will begin to be re- redeemed, and they will be set free from the problems of their of their uh, nature. But you know, a lot of us are born with natures that was collect connected into the world uh, from our childhood up, and we end up a far distance from what we learned in Sunday school and all that. And no doubt, you have many people that are. Uh, listening to you, uh, that have a desire to have more of the Spirit of God. The place to start is the Holy Ghost. Now, our Baptist brothers and sisters, they got it right. Uh, There's always argument, but uh, they've got it right. You cannot be saved without the Holy Ghost. But you do not have the gift of the Holy Ghost through salvation, and we've got many. I'll just use two: uh, the the disciples. Every one of them, Jesus said, your name has been written in the book of life.
0: Brother Perry, doubt go, about it. Brother Perry, we're going to go to another short break, and we'll be back, okay? All right. Evangelist Ron Perry is my guest. We'll be back in just a few minutes mm <sighs> Did the fire marshal take one
6: look down your driveway and say, Uh, my guys aren't going down there. Or are
0: there parts of it that just
6: need a little more sun? Then call Affordable Tree at 970-568-6898. We can climb, cut, or trim your problems away. Specializing in defensive space, upper and lower fire mitigation, forest health, plus we can save freshly hit beetle trees. So call us at 568-6898. That's 568-6898.
3: You're out with your family, one.
7: Reports of an active shooter, of an active shooter.
0: Dozens of shots.
3: Unfortunately, in the world we live in today, this is an all-too-common occurrence. Contact Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions at 970-578-9821 or unfairadvantagedefense at gmail.com. And I'll give you the unfair advantage in the fight. That's Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions, 970-578-9821. You can also follow me on Facebook at Unfair Advantage
4: Defense Solutions.
9: Firearms and Emergency Response Training. That's WarriorsRevolution.com.
7: Hi, I'm Kathy Roberts at Life Choices Pregnancy Medical Center. Life Choices serves women and men facing unplanned pregnancies who deserve to be heard. We offer pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, and education in a non-judgmental, confidential environment with a caring advocate. Our clients come in scared, confused, and overwhelmed by the size of their issue, but leave educated and empowered with the knowledge to choose life. To donate, visit our website at lifechoices.org. Hi, this is
9: Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, who does what he says he's going to do, look no further than serenity painting and decorating God's painter 28 at gmail.com nine seven zero nine seven eight nine five six five check out our customer reviews serenity painting
0: well we're done with The second hour of the olive tree and lampstand ministry radio church program again my guest is evangelist Ron Perry and uh, brother Ron well we figured that you could make it to the 11 o'clock hour how do you feel about going into the next hour
5: well let me follow up on that story that I was yes we'll
0: we'll go ahead we'll go ahead and do that and then uh, if you want to stay over into the next hour we'll just plan to do that it's up to you.
5: We'll I'm a bit into it, and uh, i got to get ready for a service tonight. Okay. So, yeah, but I, I would like to uh, give this on uh, do you receive the Holy Ghost as a gift when you are saved? And uh, it, there's great uh, turmoil in the various uh, organizations. And uh, as I said before, our brothers in the Baptist world, uh, they are correct when they say that you can't be saved without the Holy Ghost. That is true, because the Holy Ghost is that spirit which draws you. It puts a hunger in your heart, gives you a desire uh, to stop being the person that you are in sin some in deep sin uh, and some that have little to no sin in their life but yet you must be saved and that's what draws you, the Holy Spirit the Bible tells us that but using uh, Paul on one of his trips, he ran across a group of people that had become believers and uh, he said to them, have you received the Holy Ghost uh, since you believed? And they said, we know nothing of the Holy Ghost. Uh, that well, So if they got the Holy Ghost at salvation, they had already been saved, but they didn't have the gift, then Paul's wanting to know, why don't you have the Holy Ghost? Why don't you receive the Holy Ghost? And they said, we know nothing about it. And so you don't receive the gift of the Holy Ghost working in your life. It's there for different purposes and reasons. Most is is there that when you follow the scripture that says, hide the word in your heart that you might not sin against the Lord, now, you mix that with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And by doing so, the word that you have hid in your heart, not only does it give you ability to become a stronger, a more determined, and different gifts will begin to work in your life.
0: Brother Perry, uh, we're, at the end, we're at the end of the hour
5: okay
0: okay and
5: uh, we'll finish it off on the other side
0: okay thank you very much we'll be back just a few minutes evangelist Ron Perry we'll be right back
3: by now you know how good CBD can be for you but here's some things CBD can't help you with those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring Gay frogs, or racist cows, climate coaches, or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, The Roar of the Rockies. You're listening to The Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort
4: Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Worven. The suspect behind a fast-paced deadly crime spree in Aurora this past week turns out to have a long criminal history 32-year-old Andrew Jacobs believed totally responsible for a burst of crimes that started just after three Wednesday afternoon. In less than two hours, police say Jacobs committed eight carjackings and two home invasions. A man died during one of the carjackings. The afternoon ended as Jacobs crashed one of the stolen cars into several others on C-470 and was arrested. His criminal history goes back to 2007. He's been busted for trespassing, drugs, robbery, and car theft. Aurora police are asking anyone who witnessed his exploits this past Wednesday to call them. Survivors of last year's wildfires, many of them in Grand County, facing a perfect storm of problems, losing homes during a pandemic where housing supply is limited anyway, and construction costs are higher, plus the struggle of getting through the insurance process. A group called United Policy Holders is checking in with many fire survivors, asking them to share how the insurance process is going a year after they lost their homes. It's asking those folks to fill out a survey about where they are with rebuilding and their insurance company. Back in the spring, it seemed not to be going well for many. Only 18% of people who filled out the survey then said they had enough insurance money to replace or rebuild their homes. United Policy Holders says a lot of people found they were underinsured and their companies weren't following a state law that requires them to pay a certain amount of benefits within a set time frame. I'm Jim Williams. In sports, college football Saturday featuring the option offense of Air Force invading Colorado State's Canvas Stadium, and it was offensive to the Rams fans. The Falcons built an early two-touchdown lead and never looked back. Air Force wins 35-21. The Avalanche belted the Sharks in the NHL last night 6-2. This afternoon, NFL action. The Broncos host the Eagles. I'm Ted Werbin.
8: The holidays are around the corner. Take time in November to refresh in Wyoming's Carbon County. Drive up and soak in one of our mineral hot springs. Attend the tree lighting in Sinclair Town Square on November 19th. And taste test some chili at the Tailgate Chili Cook-Off in Saratoga the next day. Enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options in Carbon County, Wyoming. Find a full event schedule and travel safe tips at WyomingCarbonCounty.com. Get your West on.
10: If you want the best rate for your mortgage, look no further than American Financing. Because at American Financing, they're in it for you, creating custom loans designed around your goals. Whether it's a lower rate, access to cash, or even a new home purchase, they've got you covered. No pressure, and no upfront or hidden fees. Call 303 695 7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
3: Hi my name is Mindy Faulkner with Harmony Senior Referrals. My number is 720-934-7740. We are a senior placement agency that helps families find the right assisted living, memory care and independent living for their loved ones. We put together the puzzle pieces of care needs, geography and finances to find the right fit. We do emergency placements in as little as 24 hours at no cost to you. Again, I'm Mindy Faulkner, 720-934-7740.
0: Welcome to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. My guest today is Evangelist Ron Perry. And uh, my contact information is P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado 80502. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, for the Olive Tree program. And then during the week, Monday through Thursday, from 2 to 3, is the present truth. So join me. And uh, Brother Perry, if you would please give out your YouTube.
5: Yeah. Uh, YouTube. Knowledge in the Word, Ron Perry. You too. Knowledge in the Word, Ron Perry. Okay.
0: Yes. Thank you. Okay. Please continue.
5: All right. I was speaking about the gift of God's children, those that are saved, and I, as I was sitting here waiting. Uh, it comes to my mind that I want to, I want to uh, point uh, a direct finger uh, at uh, a group in the Pentecostal world that teach that uh, people cannot go to heaven or you are not a true child of God. They teach that uh, in, in the Pentecostal world. There's some people that do that they're small groups but uh, they're organized and they call themselves a church uh, but they are that is the only word that I can come up with that is a lie that is being preached uh, on uh, that particular subject matter uh, you, can, you can go to heaven under the ca- canopy of salvation and no doubt about it and you can stay in that state all your years I've known hundreds and hundreds of people that have never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and they go on to heaven at their departing and uh, this this, uh, particular doctrine got into uh, groups and it spread out across the country but uh, what happens what Jesus' very words is you shall receive power that's the difference in the walk of salvation versus the walk in the spirit of the Holy Ghost there is power in your life that develops and opens the Bible up uh, to you the, the believer it opens it up and you have an depth of understanding uh, of the word of God that you would never have without that gift that's the main issue it it, it, it comes to the place that uh, ministers my dad uh, he took over the church in uh, uh, in uh, Roston Georgia I believe it was and uh, he 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 took over the church of Old Roberts, who had his first miracle. Uh, he didn't even know he had the gift of, of miracles in his life, but he got a phone call that the deacon of the church, who was a who was a man who worked on automobiles and had pulled a big engine up out of the car, and uh, the uh, the old. Clyde Lawson. That was a Clyde Lawson. Uh, he was underneath that, and the and the chain turned loose, and the thing come down on his leg, and uh, this opened it up all the way down to the bone. You could see the bone. And uh, in those days, people who were believers, they didn't call the ambulance. The first thing. first thing they did was call the pastor. That's where their faith and confidence was. And uh, Oral got in his car and rushed over there, and uh, they they called a doctor, and uh, the doctor was on his way, and Oral simply nailed down beside him and uh, began to pray. And the people that were there, about five people, said, his leg literally began to be sewn back together. The blood stopped, and uh, he had his first miracle. And uh, my dad came and took over the church uh, there uh, to core That was at Core, Georgia. There was a great band uh, there. And that uh, built these, uh, put these big earth moves on uh, wheels, tires. Uh, he, he had a big uh, place there, and we stayed in one of his houses there, built there while Nate preached there and pastored. But my point being that we must receive in this hour Uh, The gift of the Holy Spirit, as I said, mostly, mostly to, to give you the ability to understand the Word of God to the degree you have the author. Think of that. You have the author of the book move into your life. And when you are reading, you come to something you don't understand, you can go to that inner spirit and began to receive the understanding of the Word of God. So uh, these are the things uh, that we have spent our life uh, dealing with people all across the country, and I said, even over into different worlds. uh, The uh, vice president of uh, Korea... His, uh, his wife was saved and about the poor service we have over there. There's a wonderful story that I'll tell you about, possibly next week uh, regarding that. And there's just so many uh, events that have taken place that we cannot take it back to anything other than it is through the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, We're not saying uh, that you're not a child of God if you don't have it. No, sir, you are. If you have called upon the name of the Lord, asked to be redeemed, he has redeemed you. He has paid the price, given you the ability to walk in fellowship with him. And that's that's the great glorious thing. But uh, there's one more step. I believe we're going to see that in just a short period of time. I don't think we're talking years here. Uh, I think we're ca- talking in terms of two to three years, That uh, because the the direction that we're going at this period of time in this country, and I, I don't want to get into the political aspect of it. That's another world. I don't prove that. Uh, just my my area is the church. My area is the believer, and uh, to give you ability to understand that this country cannot go much further than we are going without the intervention of God. At which He began, it says. The first thing it says in Acts, first verse, chapter, first verse. verse Talking about that which Jesus began both to teach and to do, these things that we're speaking of, developing and uh, going into the different understandings. Great, great things we have to talk about. What happened over in uh, Korea? A whole we we believe we believe that we were a part of. Moving that nation to becoming a Christian nation, and and it's very close at this point in time, and possibly there's already passed more Christians than there are uh, Buddhists. Uh, so we want we want your people to listen with the purpose of becoming the best that you can be in God, not just. You know, doing good things with people. We ought to do that. That's part of what we're supposed to do. And by doing so, then it opens up a door. Uh, You don't want to become religious. Religious is a sickness. And it's, it's a sickness that will eventually kill you because that spirit of religion has no power in it. It has no life in it. It has no joy in it. And that's why the churches are as dead as they are out here. Uh, Little to nothing of the moving of the Spirit of God. So uh, I think that would be a good spot, uh, Brother Rick, to uh, stop, and we'll be back with you, Lord willing, on next Sunday and uh, go into some more of these events. These are events that God allowed to happen to people who turn their lives over to the Lord. Again, I know people do that, and I know that they don't desire to do any of these things that we're uh, talking about, but for that great group of people that want to know how to understand and use and develop and become the strong, powerful believer that has gifts operating in them uh, we we can help you to get there. So I appreciate you letting us do this and we're looking forward to being with you on next week.
0: Okay, all right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And please, before you go, will you give people your YouTube address one more time?
5: All right. YouTube. Knowledge in the Word. Ron Perry. Again, knowledge in the Word. Ron Perry, thank His, you. Your quite The old one. <laughs> Pardon? I said I'm the old one. You're the old one. He, well, Harry Junior, but uh, he he's usually with me. But uh, that you know, it's me. I'm the, I'm the one with white hair.
0: With the white hair. I last time I saw you, you didn't have white hair. So it's been a while. Well, all right. Okay. God bless you, brother Ron. And uh, I will plan. Then we'll. I'll talk to you during the week, and we'll decide at what time next Sunday. Okay. All right. Will if you, you if you can, I would like to have you back again.
5: Yes. sir All yes, right. Sir. Thank you so much. All right. Bye bye.
0: Okay. Bye. Well, I. Uh, Was thinking that with uh, I when I was in Las Vegas, uh, Ron had a radio program on a little station, a Christian station, pay as you go, KKVV, and he'd been ministering in Las Vegas for quite a while, and I also began to do a little broadcasting there, and so we knew each other. Or probably three four years and we would cross paths but we really didn't know each other but little by little we would bump into each other we got to be friends and then uh, there was one day where uh, my wife and I were staying with his son and his son's wife and we had just moved back to Las Vegas we needed a place to to uh, just stay temporarily we had I had some work And God used that work as a carrot to get me to move back out to Las Vegas in 2009, early 2009. We got out there, and the friend that I was going to work for, this is when that economic catastrophe hit. And we got out there, and he told me, he said, well, I wanted you to do some things around the ranch, but I can't right now because we're in financial trouble. So my wife and I didn't have anything to... We didn't have a, a, a backup plan, so we moved in temporarily with Ron's son and his wife. Ron came over one night. I believe it was a Saturday night. And he was... He, I could just tell that he had a... Uh, he was just in conflict about something and I asked him I said brother you look like you're you're deep in thought here and he said well he says I have some things I have to make this, some decision on some matters and I don't know what to do and I said well if you want to pray I'll pray with you and he says well okay and he says oh uh, when do you want to pray and I said well right now if you want and he said all right so we went out to the garage we prayed and that began a relationship, a great relationship with this friend. Uh, he actually was the fulfillment to a prophecy that the Holy Spirit had given me in about 1991. And this was 2011, roughly 20 years later. Yeah, 1918, 19, 20 years later. And in 1991, in 1988, 89, right in that vicinity, I didn't understand the charismatic movement. I didn't understand the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, any of these gifts of the Holy Spirit like Ron was talking about earlier in the program. The Lord said, I want you to begin to study the charismatic churches, the movement. I'd been, to some degree, affiliated with the uh, John Wimber movement, the Vineyards, to a slight small degree. But the only thing I really knew to knew as far as charismatic would be Resurrection Fellowship up in Loveland. And so, while John Stalker was still uh, in the facility over by the sugar factory, we would go up. Occasionally. And then later the Lord said, I want you to understand this thing so we go up even more. Then he had the uh, new facility out east of I 25. But going up, there was the, uh, he had a, a guest that was pointing people out in the audience and giving them a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom. I didn't know what that meant, but all I could... I was shocked because he would point at somebody and say, your name is so-and-so, and and give them a word. And then would do this to a few more people. Then one day, uh, John Stalker had Lester Summerall come up. And with Summerall, he gave his story about many things in his... as he... uh, Began to operate in his ministry. And as I would listen to these stories, I started to get an understanding that there's something here moving, working, that I didn't understand. And this is what Ron Perry was talking about. I was born again. I knew I was born again. I could pray for miracles. And my wife and I, through our marriage we would pray but I didn't have an understanding of the baptism of the Holy Spirit well as I started to understand more about the charismatic movement John Stalkers, the, the resurrection and the Wimber movement I'd pay it I'd read but then one day in 1991 in about January middle of Jan- first yeah middle of January I was in Longmont Colorado driving down the street and I see a young man with his hands on an older gentleman and I could tell he was a Christian praying for the man had his hands on the man's ears so I drove past pulled over into a parking lot and sure enough the young man finished praying for the gentleman and started walking. Uh, away past where I was parked in my truck and as he walked in front of me I waved at him and he walked over and he asked me how he said how can I help you And I said I saw you praying for that gentleman I just want to say I know you're a Christian I just want to say hi he goes well he said you're a Christian I said yeah he said well the he said about a month ago I was walking by the park here, Roosevelt Park, and I could see this man had these big hearing hearing aids. So I stopped him and asked him if I could pray that God restore his hearing. Well, he didn't know what to think, but he said, sure. So I prayed for him, and I haven't seen him for a month. And I ran into him today, and I noticed that one of his hearing aids, he had one hearing aid, but the other ear didn't have one. And I said, I prayed for you a month ago. Did God restore your hearing? He goes, well... I can hear fine out of this ear but the other ear I'm still deaf in it or I'm having hard a time hearing out of this other ear so Mike said his name was Mike Mike said well let me pray again so he said I was praying for him a second time so that he'd receive hearing in that other ear and he asked me says "Uh, what are you doing tonight I said well with that point let me back up just a second it was about Maybe six months before this encounter that the Lord told me, now you understand, you're beginning to understand the charismatic movement. Now I want you to understand the Pentecostal movement. Well, I didn't know really there was that much of a difference. But he said, I want you to understand the Pentecostal movement. Well, it just so happened, Mike was a Pentecostal, a little Pentecostal church in Longmont. He said, uh, what are you doing tonight? We're having revival Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday and Saturday and I'd like to invite you and I said well okay what time he said seven o'clock I said I'll be there on Tuesday night so I walked in right at seven o'clock and he was in the uh, in the band he was playing the guitar and he kept looking at the wa- at clock because he said because he said uh, later on he gave me the testimony He says you know you told me you would be there and now it's 658 and you're not there 659 you're not there and I he said I had to close my eyes I said Lord that man told me he would be here but he's not here and it just Mike said I just kind of lost heart I'm thinking well I thought you were I thought you were an honorable man and you weren't there well I walked in while he had his eyes closed and I sat down and a little bit later he opened his eyes and there I was and he had to repent he said Lord I repent I repent He is here. I didn't see him walk in. I had my eyes closed. Well, for that week, every night, we would go. On Tuesday night, I wanted to meet the young man that was up there, the evangelist. His name was Dale Franklin. And Dale, uh, he's short. He's probably 5'10", 5'8", 5'9". And everybody wanted to meet him. They went up. He got in line he prayed for them people fell down he prayed for whatever it was they needed prayer for and then as the crowd kind of dwindled I got at the end of the line and I wanted to say hi to him just to say hi I don't know I didn't really have a question or anything but I just went up and I said well hi my name I introduced myself I said I really enjoyed your your teaching and uh, and then I just had a thought I said well I said brother uh, are you gonna be here tomorrow where are you staying He said, "Well, I'm staying here at a little motel I said uh, do you are you gonna have some time tomorrow to visit he goes well I'm here all day he said I'll be studying through the day for the meeting tomorrow night I said would you mind if I come to visit you and he says no not at all please I I'd enjoy some fellowship I said "I tell you what how about I come about 11 o'clock is that too early he says no that'd be perfect so the next morning Wednesday morning I went and uh, knocked on the door and we we sat down I introduced myself and he we were just talking and I had a question I knew I had a question something like Ron was saying here in the previous hour about his dad his dad for 10 years prayed but he didn't know what he was praying for well I had a question for Dell, and I didn't know what that question was but as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, Lord, and he's telling me story after story about places he'd been, people that had gotten healed, demons that were cast out. And I'm thinking, well, I have a question, but what's the question? Finally, I stopped him, and I said, Dell, I have a question for you. And he said, okay. And I said, but I don't know what it is. He said, well, okay. I said, but, all, but the Lord's going to show me what it is. He said, all right. And he kept on with his testimony and his stories. Well, we're at the bottom of the hour. Give me a few minutes. We'll be back. We'll continue. The present, I'm sorry, not the present truth. The Olive Tree Radio Ministry Church Program. We'll be right back.
4: Mark Call, host of the Come Out of Her, My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time
1: to come out of all of that.
6: Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC, we take care of all of your landscaping needs, new landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at HornbackLandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at HornbackLandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you.
9: Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep, his cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis
2: Reasons to Own Gold
3: Instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger, while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. The Federal Reserve is in control of our money, but lately control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800-951-0592. Or visit our website at allamericangold.com.
10: Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage psychedelic surf and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down.
2: Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh,
0: he washed your sins away now I know that uh, many possibly wonder why do I use the same music week after week after week because the management has told me do not change anything on my weekday program, on the weekend program because with the music that I use it identifies you immediately know who you're listening to I was thinking about changing things up but I was told to leave things alone so these will be the songs that I'm going to have on this program and I was going to change them up on the week, weekday program and uh, I was asked to please do not change anything. So I listened to Jason, and I know Joe. His, uh, for his Patriot Gold and for his hour, the same music has been there from the beginning. So, So you better get used to Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show and Ed Hawkins and Oh Happy Day. And God spell, day by day, by day, by day. And during the break, I know, and I'm going to say, that with Ron Perry, with him in these previous hours, I can say that I know that the Holy Spirit, there is a, God is hooked, many of you, he has gone fishing. Christ has been fishing for many of you that are not truly born again. You are religious. You, believe, you know God. You believe in God. But you have never taken the hook. You have never taken the bait that God has presented to you. You're hesitating to be born again but God wants many of you to take that hook Christ is the hook what what the bait is the bait that he has put on that hook I don't know it may be you're sick it may be you're in anxiety you're stressed you're distressed you have psychological problems you need to meet Christ he's the hook but what is the bait what illness what uh, do you need hope do you do you need to be loved what the bait is on the hook I don't know but there is something that you need that only Christ a need that only Christ can meet if you're not born again just ask the Lord Jesus to please give you eternal life forgive ask him to forgive your sins because he's willing to immediately and ask him to please help you in your future give your life to him now there are some also that are believers and talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit you realize you don't have it you want it you don't know what it is it's mysterious it might scare you. You're afraid you're going to have to make a deeper commitment to the Lord. You're not going to make a deeper commitment without the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. And the devil knows that. With the power of the Holy Spirit, with the baptism, you will make a much deeper consecration. A much deeper... Uh, yeah, just a deeper consecration. And God will... Take the fear that you might have of God away. All of us, are, we are all going to suffer. There is going to be turmoil, tribulation, hardship, things that are unpleasant. Whether you're a believer or not a believer. whether you're Whether you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit or you don't have it. There's going to be difficulties. But at the same time, there is going to be joy there is going to be a just a, the most unbelievable I uh, how you, you do not know how enjoyable life can be until you have met Christ and until you have surrendered to him until you have made a decision to allow him to be part of your life when you get married you don't want to stay apart from your spouse you want to be together Christ, you don't want to be apart from Him. You want to spend time with Him. Like Ron Perry, talking about his grandfather going out into the wood, out into the country to pray. And his father going out into the country to pray. I've spent time with Brother Perry. He's the same principle. I understand. Because my lineage, my grandmother, that's all she did is she prayed she was Catholic she broke her hip when she was a young woman 60 she didn't spend much time within the Catholic facility or the building she spent time praying and she really became a believer when she broke her hip because she began to pray for all of her grandchildren all of her children 10 12 children all of her grandchildren and the reason Christ caught me was because of my grandmother and all of my brothers and sisters and most of my nieces and nephews we have a godly lineage because of her prayers it's the same with the Perry family I know that the Lord is once again put a hook in many of your hearts you don't understand what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is it is the power of God to take you into deeper into God into the atmospheres deep into God in being anchored in God and to atmospheres in joy in uh, just the marvelous revelations of God. Going back to my testimony, so I I'm with Del Franklin. It's Wednesday morning, about 11, and I tell him, Del, I I have a question for you, but I don't know what that is. And I told him, I'll, uh, Lord will show me. So, 11 o'clock, we went to 12 o'clock, about 12.15. And he's giving me story after story of what God had done with him. He was in a Baptist seminary in Springfield, Missouri. And here's where you have the big Pentecostal uh, college. But he's a Baptist. And on a Friday night, he's there studying... All the friends have gone to the movies or whatever, but his roommate came in and said, "You know this this guy down the hall here, he's really sick." Dale said, "What's wrong with him?" He said, "He's sick. He's so sick he can't even get out of bed." Dale said, "Well, let's go pray for him." So they went over to the the dorm, and Dale just prayed for him, and then they left. And about an hour later, the guy was up, and he got out of bed. Well, everybody on the campus heard about that, or in that dorm, and then another person would come and say, "Dell, you know I have this problem. Will you pray for me?" So Dell prayed for him. Another guy came and said, "Dell, I think I have a spirit. Will you cast it out?" Dell said, "Well, the uh, Bible says we could do that," so he cast it out. And then the word spread, and then eventually the president of the college called him in said Dale uh, you know everybody's talking about you're praying for people they're getting healed all these things he said well we're Baptists we we you know that's kind of we don't do that so kind of keep it down so Dell said well okay well it kept going he kept praying people getting said, kept getting miracle after miracle called him back in again said Dale you know uh, we had this talk before and Dell said well he said do you believe in the Bible? Well, yeah, we're a Bible college. He said, do you believe that Jesus healed? Yeah, it's in the Bible. And he just used the Bible to talk to the president and said, well, I'm just doing what Christ said to do. Well, they left him alone after that. So I said, "Dell, I know what my question is. He's been talking to me about the baptism of the Holy Spirit for about an hour and a half. And I said I know my question what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit because I was having a I don't know I was looking at it but I couldn't put two and two together and he just kept talking another 30 minutes of testimony after testimony Wednesday night we went to the revival Thursday night Friday night Saturday night we're sitting in the back He's finishing up the, the time of the meeting. And my wife said, Honey, I think you need to go up there. And I said, Well, I knew I needed to. The Holy Spirit had been talking to me. I don't know what this baptism of the Holy Spirit is. Not sure. Anything about it. And what that is. So anyhow, I apologize. I didn't shut my phone off again. So anyhow, I uh, say, Well, I guess the Lord wants me to go up. And I said, Okay, honey, but you're going up too. She said, All right. So we both went up. And my niece, she went up also. And I was the first in line. Dale came over and he prayed for me. And I'm trying to think what's going to happen. i Am going to see flashes of light? Am uh, I going to hear voices? Am I going to fall down? Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. And so I, he's got his hand on my forehead, and he's praying. I can hear him praying. And then I... Nothing happened. So it was about two minutes later, and I know he went next to my wife, then to my niece, and then he came right back to me, and I had my eyes closed. And I, I knew he was in front of me, I didn't have I didn't see him he didn't make any noise when he came back to stand in front of me but I knew he was in front of me finally I just opened my eyes and sure enough he's standing right there in front of me and I looked to the right and here down the line are about 1518 people and they're laying on the floor and I thought well when did they when did he go lay hands on those people Well it had been about twenty minutes from the time he prayed for me to the time he finished. And it seemed like two minutes. Well I thought that well that's kind of strange. He said he said he just looked at me and I was just kind of puzzled. And he says, Rick, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not seeing lights, it's not feeling dizzy. It's not a feeling. It's not hearing something. It's none of that. He said the baptism of the Holy Spirit is given freely by God, and you receive it by faith. Well, when he said you receive it by faith, with my fundamentalist upbringing, I understood that perfectly. It is received by faith. It's not that you speak in tongues, it's not that you fall down, that you have a vision. No. Rick, it is received by faith. And with that, I said in my heart, I said, Amen. Then by faith, I receive it. From that day, from that night, things began to happen in a supernatural way that was... Uh, If I would tell you, you would think that I was off. But that is the world of the Holy Spirit. We live in a natural world. We do things in a natural way. We understand things in a natural way. But the things of God are understood by the Spirit of God. And like with Brother Perry talking about the supernatural life that he's had, And the understanding that his grandfather his father and that he has this is a call I talked initially to begin the program the callings of God we are called we are called to hope we are called to eternity we have been given called to to enjoy all these great promises that God has for his children. So through that spring and on in through that whole year and I had lunch with a friend Friday and I was telling him what happened on that day and what happened that next year and the years following and he asked me a question he said he said do you believe? He says, "Do you think that you have been working in the gifts of the Holy Spirit from that time to today?" And I never thought of it that way. But I told him, "I said, Doug, absolutely. I I I'm, I function in a sense in that world, and I have to really think about the spiritual side of things because it becomes." somewhat natural but I told him yes this is what God has for his children now with the gifts of the spirit there are seasons where you are like in the spring like with farming you're going to be busy in the spring you're going to be cultivating you're going to be plowing you're going to be planting you're going to be watering you're going to do all these things then that season of activity is going to end while you let the sun warm the field and everything starts to grow. Then you don't, maybe a season where you're just, you're not really functioning in those giftings until the fall. And then with the fall, you once again, you're busy again. This is the way it is. God comes with the giftings in waves depending on on, uh, Our individual of the world in which we live sometimes in brother Perry's world because he's still active in ministry every week there's something that God is going to ask him to do in my world on these programs every week there is something that does happen and I think the Lord allows this to happen to kind of keep you in shape there's another friend that I want to have on uh, Alex Romano, he lives in Las Vegas. He functions in the world of the supernatural. That's just what he does in the healings and the deliverance. But he stays in shape. He uses that term. Brother, we got to stay in shape. With we believers, we have to stay in shape. We have to make sure that any weeds coming into our lives called sin, we have to stay in shape we got to take care of those weeds. We have to make sure they don't take root. With unforgiveness, make sure that unforgiveness doesn't take root. You don't want it to grow. With uh, any type of sin, with your love for anything that goes beyond just a, a need like money, money will grow, the root of greed will grow deep. You have to cut it. You have to make sure it doesn't take root Rick Rodriguez
7: we'll be right back With the holidays upon us, consider giving the gift of high-quality beef that supports local ranchers and doesn't break the bank. High Country Custom Beef is your local beef partner. From the Ely Ranch, northwest of Steamboat Springs, backed by the experience of five generations of cattle ranchers, you can buy high-quality Angus beef in either bulk packages or holiday box sets. Direct from us, the ranchers. This holiday season, give the gift of beef at hccbeef.com. That's hccbeef.com. High Country Custom Beef.
3: Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show, looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions, or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com.
4: 1360khnc.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360khnc.com shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no
3: pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest priced CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360khnc.com
10: shop. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group, 970-396-2404, your Colorado native realtor with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you are looking to buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at jessellenrealestate at gmail.com
0: well we're finished with another program the moves of God these moves of God are the ways of God from the beginning all through time God has always had a way to introduce himself into his world he loves mankind he loves his people he will always find a way to introduce himself to the people who want to be serious, that understand that they have a, something more than just working every day and doing the things that we do in life. There is a spiritual plan that God has with mankind. And that's that great spiritual plan is through seven churches and in each of these seven churches God always has a move going through a thread a lineage a line a river through these churches and in the evangelical churches in America what brother Perry the reason I wanted him and asked him if he would talk about his testimony is because you can see that there has always been a godly lineage with He, with His fa- grandfather, with Himself, with His father. This is the principle with God. God's ways don't change. God, in a hidden way, there are many small rivers coming from God's throne, going through this culture, through this society, through this nation. They're there, they're real. But God always goes to the places of less, the the least, uh, what's that word, what's that term? The least resistance. Those who resist, the wall and the the hindrance of the Holy Spirit takes place. Those who don't resist, the Holy Spirit floods. He floods, He directs, He energizes uh, the miracles, He performs this is the world that we're in the world that we've been in the world we're moving into it has to be just like uh, uh, our brother was saying America is dark it's a dark nation well that is when the light shines the brightest when the nation is sick this is when God brings in the power of his Holy Spirit to heal physically and psychologically and spiritually this is God's plan. It's always been his plan. It will never change. He wants to save man to eternity. He wants to save man in time. He wants to be he wants man, his children to be fruitful in him. He wants them to be not only blessed in their in their lives and healthy in their minds, but he wants them to be blessed by bearing much fruit. This is the work of the Holy Spirit to get his children, put them in a place where he can afflict them so that they become fruit. They bear fruit. They bear fruit. There's nothing but the glory of God in their lives, and God is displayed through their lives. We're done for today. Ron, I believe we'll be back next week again. Next Sunday, 9 to noon. God bless this audience. God bless you. God has put a hook in your hearts, your hook.